Wow, how good was that? The love child of Sabbath and sleep. It's called Chalice Burner and it's from Carosa and I'm delighted to say they are here with me in the studio, Jack and Kieran. Good to see you lads. How are you? Good now, thanks for having us. Oh, I'm delighted. It's like kind of two weeks in a row now I've had two of my favourite bands uh, down here, so I'm I'm quite happy. Class, class. <laughs> what was the last week's one, was it? Um, Partelon, oh, Howard, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, lovely yeah. dude. Some new stuff coming up to there. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's very good actually. Um, it's interesting the way things are going. Um, and it's the reason why I have Yi on here as well because um, we're all anxiously waiting for any white smoke to come up in uh, the <laughs> Carosa uh, papal chimney. Papal chimney. <laughs> yeah. So, um, how was the last few months? I suppose first of all, free. Um. The last gig he played probably was, was it, um, can I be think? The November one, the Ritual of the Evil Eye. Ah, yes, so okay. nearly six months without playing. Yeah. But, um, yeah, it's been an interesting period. It's kind of transitioning um, from one, the way I look, I've been looking at it is kind of step one, the phase one of the band is kind of over with now and we're, like we've recorded the album and uh we've last few months then we've been writing new songs and okay. just gearing up um uh, for for the next step um and we have we've had a lineup change in the in the meantime as well okay so uh we have Tomas playing bass now um and it's yeah we're flying uh putting some new songs together at the moment and yeah we'll actually probably have the bones of an EP or another album in the works soon enough as well Brilliant, yeah. so yeah, stockpiling stuff. Cool. And how did you come across Tom? And did he do sound for you before or something like that? Yeah, a good few times actually. Okay. Um, and he's probably one of the only people that's nailed our sound within a few seconds because he knew exactly what we were going for, really. Okay. And did you know that he was like, is he a musician himself? In yeah, yeah. Okay. He plays in a few different. I, I, he plays in some, um, like, some a punk band. I think so, or post punk or something. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he, he like he's involved in a few things. Like he he's in um, there's a drone project that uh, himself and Mike McGrath are involved in called Correspondent. Okay, uh, a few lads from God Alone as well, and they, right. they set up and do kind of drone stuff. So he's one of these lads. He's he's involved in everything. Like you yeah. know, even with recording and stuff, he's he he recorded uh, Cephalopod with Suits there last year as well. Oh really? So okay. he's just one of these lads. He's um. Yeah, he's just he he's involved in a lot of things, and uh, so like we knew personally that it was going to mm. be a great fit. Yeah, and uh, then we just didn't like uh, we just jammed with him, and um, I think we said to have two songs ready, and um, like we did Iron from the Sky and Skeleton. We we wouldn't expect him to have all the twists and turns of Skeleton, but he came in, had the two songs down, and uh, so that was, was brilliant. No brainer. Like we all said on the spot, like yeah, like, get yeah. this, get um, this guy. In relation to the first EP, as you said yourself, kind of produced it. Um, <laughs> Loosely, but. Yeah. So am I correct in saying that Tom would be able to help you that way as well? Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, he knows the ins and outs of kind of everything to do with sound engineering in general. Um, right. So, yeah, I think like when we were recording the EP, it was literally in the Cork Rehearsal Studios, laptop, Reaper software, drum machine and sitting there for days on end recording riffs and <laughs> fucking years writing and rewriting everything okay. but yeah it, it like it turned out okay but like obviously it was just a demo i suppose it was just for people to hear what we had and, yeah. and on the back of that we actually got a like a bit of traction and 
good few gigs lined up from it. You did actually, yeah. yeah. Um, the first time I saw you, would that have been the second time you've played? Um, it was um, actually Sporting Weed Priest and Stone Carver yeah. on November 2017. Yeah. Was that your second gig or was second, it? Yeah. Second, yeah. Slung yeah. from a tree, I think we're playing that night as well. Yeah, that was classic. That was um same night. Ireland were away to Denmark in the in the Euros. <laughs> Remember it well. The nerves were something else that night now. But yeah, geez, what a way to, to kick off. Like, you know, we yeah. had one gig and then I'd say it was about three weeks later that we were playing with Weed Priest, which would be a job would would have been an influence as well. Like okay. so cool. It was surprising how we kinda because we just did the demo didn't even have a drummer and we just said we'd uh like just put it out and we didn't even really know many people in bands and stuff okay kind of outsiders so to speak and straight away we were just like all these gig offers and so everyone being sound about it and yeah. uh yeah we went from there but um so when did ollie joined and he but did he play on the demo no no okay no. I think he like he had discovered us from the demo. Okay. I think his girlfriend actually came across an ad that we'd put up online for you know a drummer, some classified section somewhere, God knows where, probably Metal Ireland or something. Right. Okay. Um. Yeah, and he just took one listen and he's like, sounds interesting. What addition? What an oh, addition! Yeah, yeah, it just took off from there. Like, like absolute game changer. Like, yeah. So. If there was one person that was able to pull off all those kind of weird rhythm changes and time changes and like it was definitely him. Yeah. Yeah. Like we had worked with a few drummers before. Um. But, you know, just starting off a band and we didn't, like, we, we had a, a direction in 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 mind, but, like, we didn't even know each other that well personally, so we were just kind of forming the ideas. Okay. And we we had had a few drummers who were just kind of, as it went down, we just, it, it just kind of wasn't, they weren't good fits, they were good drummers, but um, we just mm. started going down certain avenues and from like spending some like a lot of time actually in in the rooms uh about two years before ollie came in i think yeah doing the demo uh playing around with a few drummers and getting frustrated a bit with it sometimes and then ollie comes in you know you explain something to him or you know even you don't even have to explain it you just talk about it and it's, yeah it, it starts happening like, yeah so. like we, we did audition three drummers and like they were all phenomenal but i think ollie was the one who he had sent us a video of him running through one of the songs, which was unreal. Anyway, yeah. like he did his right, homework okay. on it. So, and then when he came in, he just knew them inside out. Like these small little nuances on things that yeah. we put in, you know, like yeah. specific yeah. parts where, you know, a symbol had hit during whatever type of riff or whatever. And he had them all kind of nailed. So, nailed as well, the yeah. Detail, yeah. 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 Like, well, I think we, we said three songs that time because we were still playing Iosis and. So I think we had Iosis Iron from the Sky and we said Scaltine. So Scaltine is really like how we were, how we, we've kind of ended up testing people out, not okay. even meaning to do that, yeah. but we said, you know, we always play it. So we'll throw it in, see how people get on with it. And he said on the night, he's like, I don't have that one. So I'd rather not play it. And right. we're like, Grant. And then uh, he, that's when he sent, he made a video then that mm. weekend so while we were just kind of we had discussed it and we said look we'll come back in a week and think about it in the meantime ollie sent us a video of him playing skeleton through and you know the kind of one take job now no, i know it probably wasn't one take but uh yeah. it's just very impressive like, <laughs> yeah but uh yeah that's ollie like so he's uh he was just kind of saying that uh, he'd been playing with on pain of death as well so right, like okay. a great experience been playing around for years mm. so he really kind of brought that element to it as well like joe just being a bit savvy with gigs yeah and, and all because that kind of thing too. like my like the first time i saw he was obviously that night 
and I just presumed like uh, like a lot of people would have talked about you um, in actually glowing terms even though you just had the demo out and stuff like that but um, when I saw you that night I thought geez this is a well-oiled unit I'm, I'm actually very surprised yeah we're like we're fairly we've always been fairly meticulous in in and just like how often we practice yeah. and it's not even like we have to practice lads it's it's just a given that we'll be up there every yeah. every week if we have gigs coming up like I remember last summer we had a rake of gigs and we were recording we'd be up there twice a week okay. and sometimes obviously it was a bit of a trek after work and stuff yeah. but uh we just became like a fairly hard working mm-hmm. unit like but it was it was enjoyable all the all the while as well okay yeah, yeah. and the band rooms then Dublin Hill. Dublin, that's yeah. where a lot of lads are actually. That's, yeah. Yeah, that's where it's all <laughs> where it's all happening. Some, <laughs> some talent, yeah, yeah, in there. Jesus legendary spotlight. Like, like, yeah. That's gonna be somewhere that people will talk about for yeah for a long time. Oh, yeah. Joe be one of these uh places that people will be telling tales about yeah. for forevermore. Like Richie say. Cunningham running that place is like spot on. But uh yeah. like the operation he's running is is unbelievable. Like it's you've incredible. got you know, vending machines with guitar strings and what drumsticks yeah. and yeah. everything like cans cans <laughs> cans of beer oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. everything you need like but it, spots. it is a mad place because there's so many different types of bands playing there as well like you could like there's a death metal band playing next door to like a trad band yeah, playing next door there. to a ska band like so you walk down the halls you can hear like all of cork music yeah. Yeah, <laughs> together yeah, it's fantastic, like, isn't it? it just feels like when you're in there it just feels like you're in the center of yeah of everything like, it's it's great it's just a, a very kind of homely spot as well like well that's what counts you know i mean yeah. you know you're into make music and rehearse you know i mean yeah. you don't want any fucking side distractions or, exactly yeah you know and which we rent out our, a room like you can rent rooms by the session or whichever but we rent one with just us and horse um so john we have all our stuff set up all the time. We just okay. come in and it's, you know, we know. And horse are? Um, Did you say horse? Yeah, h- horse, uh, they're a hardcore band. Okay. Yeah. Um, I haven't come across them, actually. Check them out. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> they, uh, they haven't released much stuff, but um, definitely a, a spectacle live. Right, um, okay. They're all lads who've been around a long time, but they... Yeah, I don't know what the story is with their output, but uh, if you if you can catch them, and they don't really play metal bills either. Okay, that's so, probably like it. They're actually yeah. that um, it takes a village, you know, yeah. a festival. Okay. In oh right, yeah. okay, yeah, yeah, that's this weekend actually. Yeah, yeah, cool. Yeah, I hope to get the weather. They're one of the only kind of kind of harder acts on there, like yeah. amongst yeah. a bunch of DJs and indie bands and yeah. stuff. Yeah, but strange. um, he kind of then went for Mammoth Fest as well. Like, um, how did that come about? Um, Karen is smiling there. Go on, Karen, take it, <laughs> take it there. Um, geez, I can't actually remember how that came about. I think it was, yeah, again, just, yeah, yeah we obviously applied for it. I think Danny just had a put up thing just saying call out for bands, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, it was a good experience. Oh, yeah, definitely got the name out there, and yeah, didn't it? yeah, it got, it got a, it was a good way to get a good few gigs under the belt, like you know, yeah. yeah. So we had only played, we had played like three gigs the previous year. And then came back the next spring and just played a rake of those gigs. Yeah. And, um, like we we had no intention of, we, well, we didn't expect to go through anywhere. We, again, it was just a gig to us. It was, you know, good for us to be able to play yeah. like, to more people. But uh, I think we got through to like semi-final. We got to the final. We got to the final, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well yeah, done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um, you, you then like, I mean, like you, you can kind of nearly chart out um the momentum you got because I mean Danny and Mark both of them uh, liked you a lot you know mm. and you got to play and a Con. good f- and Con yeah, yeah and got to play a, a good few gigs around Cork and I think that's probably why 
he um, got invited to the siege as well. Yeah, I think um, like as as we said, we had the demo, but it, it's not something that we'd necessarily stand behind. Yeah, I know. Because of the drumming and stuff. I know, I know. But so it was just building up the momentum from playing all these gigs. And Mark put us on a few of the paranoid nights, and that was another good way of getting comfortable with it. Yeah. And then the like there was bigger opportunities came up then, but it was just from from playing gigs, like you know. Yeah, and playing them very well, obviously. You know. I mean, um, uh, one particular one stood out for me. Well, I I was just delighted to see in the siege anyway. Um, but. The one I was really excited to see was uh, Conan. Yeah, yeah that, that one in big, Cypress big Avenue. One. Yeah, that was some fantastic. Experience. Yeah, it was great. And you had a serious crowd in there yeah. as well. Yeah. Like you know, great venue too. Like. Yeah, you want to like. I mean, I suppose if there was any neutrals that night, you definitely won them over on that mm. performance alone. Just great. Yeah, yeah. Um, it was one of those things that, like, if someone said at the start of the band. Like that, we'd be supporting Conan at some point. You said, "Geez, that'd be that'd be savage." Yeah, for it to happen like within a year, like it was for, yeah, for it to happen in the first year was just exactly, phenomenal. Yeah. But to be given that opportunity was just again brilliant. Enough, like you know? I mean, yeah, you know, I'm trying to pat you on the back with with your live performance, you know. Um, mm. But fucking hell, <laughs> I mean, I brought hearing protection to that gig, and yeah. it still wasn't enough. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, do. Yeah, they were so loud, Jesus. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so kind of getting um, back to the the album, I'm just intrigued. Um, oh, first of all, d- did you have um, someone in mind uh, to produce it? Um, or what way did you approach it? Or Yeah, I think from the get-go, really, Ollie had always been talking about Shardborn in general. Okay, um, Kieran, yeah. Yeah, and especially like their drummer, but, but Kieran as well, like because I think he... He has a reputation of just being one of the best for recording, you know. Yeah. Like the guy completely knows his stuff. Yeah, he regularly comes up on the Metal Cell yeah, podcast. Yeah, you know, like I can imagine, mean, yeah. Yeah. He's a bit of a legend, like. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, so did you approach him or how did that come about or what happened? Yeah, I think Ollie just sent him a few emails and kind of back and forth from there. And yeah, we set up, I think I, we started recording in... September, October, thereabouts, and kind of last year. Yeah, we actually or the first few days were in June. <laughs> all right, yeah. So it was nearly a year ago. It now. was it was a fairly staggered process because yeah, obviously a few days we're all there. working different shifts and different jobs and okay. things like that. So up and down to Limerick then too, like yeah. So it yeah. was fairly staggered. Like we'd we'd go in, you know, two at a time, maybe three at a time, or right. something like that to kind of get various parts down. Yeah. yeah. No. At that stage, um, how many songs had you fully completed, or were you still working on stuff that wasn't quite done yet or there's only one i think um which is ends up being the the title track chalice burner um that was the only one that wasn't finished but we had is it six altogether i think yeah including that we had five ready and instrumentally that was finished then we just finished some of the lyrics in in that space of time but um, yeah, it was it was as Kieran said, it was a staggered process. Okay. So there was plenty of time in between, and there's so many gigs that we were just in the rooms all the time. Anyway, right. so it was just very immersive at the time. But um, yeah, it was an interesting experience. Um, like it was it was a very good one. We learned a lot and yeah. and all that. Because I remember talking to you, Jack, um, a few months back, kind of wondering, um, should you 
you know, hindsight is great. Um, should you have gone an EP? And I said it to you as well, Karen. Yes. That taking on an album <laughs> mm. for your first release yeah. is an is a is an awful and hard effort. Like, you know, there's two songs on the album that are 20 minutes long each. What? Um, yeah, <laughs> there's an exclusive so, uh, <laughs> 70 odd minutes there all together. Yeah. Like really? Yeah. 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 Wow. It's like oh, even, yeah. If we, even if we wanted to put it on a vinyl, it'd be like two vinyls. Yeah. Vinyl. Yeah. yeah. Um. But yeah, it was. I know a lot of bands are doing the the EP thing nowadays, and that's 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 cool because um, you know, with streaming and stuff, you have to kind of, I suppose, staying relevant and stuff. Not knocking that in any way. Um, mm. But we kind of sat down and uh, like we we said, you know, uh, how many, how how much output are we going to have overall? Like we just didn't know how long we'd be around or whichever. So okay. we said, look, we go for go for the for the jugular do a full album yeah and an album is something that you're that you're you're going to be able to look back on at any stage in years to come and i think it will it will stand musically perhaps not but like as a as a piece it has more of a chance of standing the test of time yeah um as just uh like any any anything you you think of that has a legacy is is an album like a, you yes. know, yeah, a yeah. an opus like so yeah. we we was was ambitious and yeah. uh, not in any way practical in hindsight nope. but um <laughs> i still it's i still don't regret it like cuz yeah. um but i mean it's it is a learning uh, yeah. period yeah. as well like oh, for, yeah. for both of you you know uh what about kind of had you any kind of team for the album no, the, no? there's not a major concept behind it but uh I think like we just drew inspiration from anything and everything okay. like the, the song Iron from the Sky I think I just read an article one day about how they found a blade in Tutankhamun's tomb that was made of iron right. and that iron couldn't be found in that region in Egypt so they traced it back to a meteor that had landed like in Alexandria or something so okay. I think these priests went off got it carved it into a blade I was like that's a metal song right there like, <laughs> yeah. in the making like so we just kind of yeah there was kind of things like that that we just loosely but again like i think we always try and veil things so that it's not in your Too face obvious, obvious yeah, kind yeah, of yeah. cheesy cliched uh -huh. stuff like it's definitely one of those albums that it's it's a collection of songs obviously there'll be teams running through it musically and stuff but um just the way it came together because we, we were all kind of had input that in in that sense thematically so like there's one song there it's about um like Coo Cullen and John, an old Irish poem and how he transforms okay. kind of like the, the Hulk essentially where yeah. they got that idea just transforms into a beast like and that's right. Mountain Jaw then so yeah we went to it a, f a few different places um, and then there's the title track Chalice Burner was just um, like last year myself and Johnny went to Roadburn and um, uh, Stephen O'Malley from Sun played with Boris and they had um, like a poster done by what's your man who did the sleep stuff Eric Roper yeah. yeah and I just saw the poster and I was like we should do a song just about that image it right. was, you know, they were in a valley or whichever stand around a fire and there's just these like giant like mountain sized uh, like cabs and uh, stacks behind them right. I was like that's that, that imagery if we can just turn that into music like it'd be it's just, yeah. just what we sound like i think it was that combined with there was some interviews though with alice's narrows or some, yeah somebody or it could have been matt pike uh talking about you know the idea of like they were taking a coconut husk and turning it into a chalice to yeah yeah smoke Anything things that from mike pike says <laughs> god anyway he's so a that's, god you know? that's the thing we were, for that one we were just like let's just do a song about our influences yeah. you know uh, yeah which was cool that's, to do that's, that's, fun. that's a good idea too yeah and um, the title track um chalice burner where 
um, is that uh, musically wise? It's more of a kind of traditional song structure. Okay. Um, we had done a good few songs where there's like stuff all over the place and that was kind of a style we developed. But we said for this one, we try and do verses and choruses. Okay. <laughs> to put ourselves under pressure and, and do something like that. Something normal. Um, but <laughs> it came together nicely. Though. Yeah. Is there any instrumental on it? Yeah, there is, yeah. There's two. There, there's two. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Well, Scaltine is yeah is one, and then there's Acid God as well. Right. It's kind of more of an interlude track, but um, okay, it came out like five minutes anyway. But yeah, um, yeah, it's it's good. It's more of it's it doesn't, not does it go to many places, but uh, it's, yeah, yeah, it's pretty said, straightforward, kind of laid back, bluesy, kind of okay. Caius-y right. type okay. one. It's hopefully yeah, hopefully it will it will uh, work in the context of the album yeah. as well. Um, in with Johnny going now, um, obviously that creates a problem um, for vocally wise. Um, are you going to take the reins, Jack? Uh, we've we've split up the the parts. Okay. So um, like Kieran is doing a few of the parts in Plutonian, and um, I was doing a few parts in Iron from the Sky. But the way we had written the first batch of songs um there wasn't a whole lot of vocal parts anyway all right okay. so we thought like you said there like um uh, would spring into your mind as an as a big issue but um and hopefully uh, hopefully it won't be like when people see us again but when, once we actually sat down and looked at it there wasn't a whole lot to to uh sort out but right. um i think the the next batch of stuff we're doing is is a lot more kind of vocal vocally inclined like you know yeah. so um and how are you kind of coping with that? I mean, it's hard enough probably just to kind of concentrate on guitars alone. Yeah, um, we're de- you definitely get getting the hang of it more, yeah. more and more. I mean, the first few first few songs we did putting vocals over it was tricky, but um, yeah, just just to just sit down and and just get it into your head at home or whichever, yeah. spend hours at it. Um, and yeah, but the newer stuff is more. It's it makes more sense to have vocals in the places where they're vocal, right. so it's, it's it's easier. It's more kind of flowing, like yeah. you know. And so you got Karen there alongside, anyway. Glorious right. voice of an angel <laughs> there, like so. <laughs> but look, you know, um, it's a new direction, um, and you know, it's, it's, I think um, some things work out the way they do, you know, yeah. and um, it's interesting as well. You've got a gig coming up there in uh, May the eighteenth uh, with Zahora and Spirit Merchant, anyway. So. We we'll definitely be there to watch you. Yeah, um, that'll be an interesting night, actually. Yeah, I actually can't wait to see Spirit Merchant as well. Yeah, what's what's going on with them? <laughs> Does anybody know? Ali, yeah, it's, it's shrouded in mystery. Yeah, but, uh, no, it's Ali's uh, drumming on it. Okay, you've uh, Colin from Zora and Leon from Mendicant. Oh, okay. Um, so I'd say it's going to be interesting to see what comes out of those three yeah. lads. What what do you think actually in general about side projects with bands? What about, well, throw that to you, Jack. Yeah. <laughs> um, For obvious reasons. Yeah, like personally, um, I, during that the kind of hiatus, if you want to call it that, there between, like those kind of six months between we played a gig and we weren't really writing or, or practicing that much at the time. Um, so like I, I like a bunch of black metal songs I'd around from a few years back and it was something that I kind of needed to do was to to have a an outlet um just i i view it as completely different and separate so it's just something i needed to do and it's something I, that i so i've enjoyed doing and it, it actually put myself under pressure to to put out 
you know, songs that are full songs that I'd written, let's say, and right. bring them to people and you know, in, in a different different people, different environment. Mm-hmm. Um with the with the crows and stuff, you'd often have scenarios where Johnny and Kiran would come in with the the, the big riffs right. and um like I do like solos and you know in between bits and just leads yeah. and some textures and stuff. Yeah. But uh, and that was great the way the the roles kind of um allocated themselves. Mm-hmm. But um you can kinda you can kind of sit into a, a kind of a security zone as well, and there'd be sometimes where we'd be stuck for a riff, right. and you know you wouldn't be in the in the swing of, you know obviously sometimes you you put forward riffs, but mm. not not prolifically or anything. So it was I think it was a good outlet, and it's something that has helped me and Crows as well right. to just go and and do do it like, because um, then with the with the new stuff with Carosa, I think it was December or January we sat down start to piece the new songs together right and it definitely aided that process as okay. well Excellent. so yeah only and good this side project then um can you div- give yeah. us any more information so it's it? um gonna be called gelak and um we'll be playing black metal basically um okay. some old school stuff um just kind of it's myself uh dave from appenham and uh jur who plays in everdead wood as well right okay um so we're just kind of playing the stuff that we want to hear you know it's yeah. not it's not rocket science or anything yeah, yeah it's good fun black metal yeah and um yeah it, it's it's a side project for all of us as well so mm. it's not going to be something that we're not like rosa where we're going to be looking for the gigs playing yeah, all the yeah, gigs yeah. not all the gigs we can but you know um just trying to be prolific live mm. it won't be that it will just be yeah. something we can play a few times a year yeah. and have, i have think the, i think it's um great to see um because you know again i suppose jim spilam be a good example jim is drifting in between mm-hmm. three probably three bands would it be yeah. at least yeah, yeah. Um, Pavel as well, you know. Yeah, Pavel is just so, like I mean, an animal. He is an animal. <laughs> yeah. Um, a few so lads in the Magnapina as well. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, but I mean, it's getting the time to do that, don't it? Yeah. I mean, yeah. Con Con Doyle as well. Like, geez, yeah. I don't know how he does it. Yeah, I'd be getting a bit of stick for that home the all time, like. But um, yeah. No, no, there's a lot that goes into it. Um, but uh, I'd be surprised too. Like the you know when you when you like doing when you love doing it, it's a kind mm. of it doesn't count as a time consuming thing so yeah. much because um, I mean your background Jack is a, is of a chemist isn't it yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so um, Jesus I make the drugs and you sell them <laughs> yeah yeah For yeah, yeah poisoning people <laughs> like um, pharmaceutical <laughs> pharmaceutical <laughs> drugs that's what's after melting our heads like um, <laughs> but now like uh, so yeah I'd, I went through a few years there where I'd kind of my schedule would have been would have been fairly random kind of on purpose so i'd have i'd have midweek days off as you know preferably to weekends right okay so i'd sit down on a you know, on a weekday when there's no one else around there's no distractions mm. and just you know write or record and yeah and practice stuff at home which is you know worked out nicely but i you know, as and i kind of geared myself up that way yeah um but it, it is it is hard to balance it like sometimes you know you just find yourself absolutely swamped with stuff like yeah. you know you'd have some like when the gigs start rolling and then yeah and that's when the pressure comes on yeah. then especially now with you taking over vocals as well yeah like you there'll see be a some, squirm yeah <laughs> <laughs> there will be there'll be sometimes you play a gig on you know, be a sunday morning or whatever and you just can't move like as yeah. you've just been yeah. on the go like what about you karen i know you've um held interest in art as well yeah. And actually very good at it too, I must say. Um, I enjoyed your um your works in Middleton in the Middleton Gallery there. Oh, what's yeah, that? Yeah. The rivers what's the Yeah, name? the Half Light Gallery. The yeah. Half Light Gallery, yeah. 
pretty Cheers. cool. Thanks. What about you? That's your other passion, is it? Yeah, um, but I suppose in terms of music, like, uh, well, like it, the last kind of, as Jack was saying, like the last phase of the band, like before, like things did get a bit tense for a while and yeah. stuff like that. Like I just started recording all my own stuff on the side as well. And okay. I had originally intended to either release it on my own as an EP, like recording drums and stuff like that, or maybe try and get like three people together, maybe four, and just do a side project as well with Croza again being the main kind of yeah. focus. But um, yeah, I think just the way things went, there was all those riffs were left over, and I think Ollie, you heard one or two of them, and that's kind of Ollie freaked. Ollie demanded that we uh, that we keep it. Yeah, know, so they, they kind of just you know I we cut chopped and changed bits of them or whatever, but the the main structure of them is still there. Yeah. It was kind of I don't know how you'd explain it really. It was like atmospheric doom mix or kind of slight bits of post metal and stuff like okay. that. But again, like bringing it to the lads, it became Groza because like. Yeah. all our vocal parts and of course we were like switching different ideas back and forth so it kind of does mesh in with what we've done it's i think the new stuff is a lot kind of harder hitting or something though right. it's, it's, uh, it's seriously heavy like but yeah. uh it's still corrosa yeah. yeah yeah like more straightforward in a way but it's kind of i don't know i find it yeah. more engaging like here on we, we like you know we had that time where we weren't doing much and then we came back and we care was showing this the stuff that he was gonna do himself and myself and I just looked at each other and we were like, this is the next step for Carosa, like, you know. Um, and in fairness, Caron was like, I don't want to dictate a different direction with it. Right. But we, we just, you know, uh, kept on to him and said, yeah, we want to play these songs. Like, so yeah. either, you know, uh, all of us or some of us were going to be in this in, in this project as well, yeah. or else we're just, this is what Carosa does next. Okay, so, so so that's, will those songs then be the newer ones we'll say but are they kind of they'll have to sit in the shelf then and for a few months would they uh, well like you, mean, you can certainly yeah that's what i'm yeah, saying you can yeah. certainly bring them out and test yeah. test them out yeah. live anyway which would be exciting enough yeah. for you anyway you know yeah i think a lot of people are um used to seeing us play the the old songs and stuff and while the album has has been like you know it's been a long time in coming we don't want to just keep coming out and playing those songs i can understand so, that yeah. too yeah. so live especially with the with the local crowd like a, a lot of the familiar faces and stuff so we're going to move on and and play some of the like we're going to two new songs in the upcoming gigs cool which we're very excited to do because it's you know it's a whole new phase for us yeah and those two new songs aren't on the album no no okay. no, no. Right, that's they were, interesting. Yeah, they yeah. were like left. Well, again, like I was going to try and do something on my own, but I'm kind of glad I didn't as well yeah. because I, I don't think I'd be able to find the time to do both yeah. of them. It'd either be one or, you know, kind of the other one might just peter out or whatever yeah. after a while. But yeah, it was good to actually kind of bring them in. And again, like the, with the lads bringing their own kind of flavor to it as well, it yeah. did become a Carosa. Like Carosa, it, yeah. it's it's recognizable as us, even though it sounds a yeah. bit different. Like it's kind yeah. of off the path from where we were. Yeah, the songs flew together as well. Yeah, like, yeah. You know, we had we sat down, I think, listened to them. I think now we're kind of in a more open, creative space where we can actually just say, "Look, this riff doesn't work. All right, take yeah. it out." There's there's no big discussions about anything. I think kind of would I be right in saying it? And just seeing you live, I think kind of Ali is the glue to bring you back when you kind of move yeah. off in different directions. He's yeah. still. Yeah. Uh, he, like he the, does have one time. or two mad ideas that yeah. we have to yeah. kind of say no <laughs> really, <yeah. laughs> it's definitely we've just developed a, a very good working relationship so between yep. us all yeah. it just has like we obviously every band has to find their feet yeah. but now I think we've found it and 
the three of us get in the room and now we have Tomas as well. Right, okay. And it's just, uh, it just, it just happens kind it's of more fluid or something, enough, yeah. Like, yeah. You know. But Ollie is great, like in the sense that if we would pitch a riff to him and, you know, we're going to go into a completely different place in the song, yeah. he's able to just do some you fill can, or some weird yeah, yeah, thing yeah. that can just yeah. tie them together, yeah. like yeah. seamlessly. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas like you wouldn't see them fitting normally. Like if mm. you're just thinking of it objectively, like he, he just yeah. kind of, he, I don't know how he does it. <laughs> yeah, how, are you, how are you actually going to figure out a set list actually now? I mean, I know you've got like um, some long songs in there as well. Yeah, how many songs tricky. did you play for The Siege? Was it two? Three. Three, three think, yeah. 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 It is always difficult it's actually. It's tricky. But um, yeah, we kind of, like there might be one one or two 15 minute uh, songs and then a 10 minute depending on. But yeah, we've had gigs like any other band that you... Um, so you've you've been told your set is forty five minutes, and then you come in and it's like it's actually forty or thirty five, and right, like, okay. that doesn't work for us. No. Cause and then there's been <laughs> other times as well where like we just go into kind of jams and stuff like yeah, you know, like yeah. we don't really do that too often. But you I mean, for one of the paranoid gigs, you did yeah, actually, yeah, was, yeah, yeah. Was that that was, that was that, good yeah. fun. Like got kind of mixed feedback. People were like, "What was that all about?" And other people were like, "That was amazing." Yeah, but, we yeah. didn't really know what we felt about it. it. Was just like just go for it. And I think that's part happens. of your identity too. To be fair, yeah. like you know, I mean. And there's not many bands doing that or mm. would have the confidence yeah. to. Uh, and that's what I was saying about Ali. I, t- I think kind of he's like an anchor when you do these, when you do that jam. Mm. I, I was watching him in particularly and I thought, yeah, he's going to dictate when, when the boys are going to come fall back into. Yeah. There'll yeah. be a few nods given around yeah. the place and you hope for the best that <laughs> yeah. everyone latches onto it. And But um, yeah, I remember Ali saying recently actually that I. Uh, I think he he found it a, a bit stressful, but it it was still a, I thought it was a, a good good thing to do because say if we are in a position, you know where if you're playing a tricky gig or the sound is bad or or anything like that, it's like mm. lads we've played nearly a full gig uh, off the cuff, you know, so yeah. you can you can kind of rest assured you're going to get through any any sort of situation yeah. if you can do that, like you know. So so um kind of social media wise then. How are you going to uh, figure out where you are in relation to, I suppose, an album release, first of all? Um, or how are you going to build up to that? Is it just through um, slowly working your way through gigs and then... Uh, yeah, we're, we're still, still, tough kinda, one, it? still thinking know. about it. Like, uh, I suppose it all just rests on when we have the album mixed and when we, we when we have a kind of time frame in our own minds as to like when we can roll out because we do have a few gigs coming up um, I think we've three anyways or sorry four in the pipeline Yeah. Um, and there has been a few more offers as well so mm. maybe I don't know like depending on how things turn out we could maybe do a mini kind of tour in loose quotes yeah. there like but uh, yeah. to, to kind of promote it mm. but um, yeah for social media like I, I don't know we've, we've a few kind of small teasers and stuff right, that we yeah. have put together but yeah. um Again, until the album, until we know where it kind of lies, uh, yeah. we'll start to kind of. I, I, I enjoyed the, the clip of you just jamming there. Mm. Yeah, maybe, stuff like maybe that. Maybe more is, of that. Like yeah, you, stuff yeah. like that is actually quite good because yeah. you're kind of listening and kind of going, Jesus, yeah, that sounds really good, you know? Yeah. yeah. So maybe something like that. Um, also, Kieran, you were telling me um, about the artwork for the album. Is, is, that, is that still a, a runner? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, I actually don't want to say anything about it because no, it's no, just... No, no, yeah. I but I, did I show you it before? You showed me a section of it. Oh, okay. <laughs> just a section. Of a thing like it is, yeah. yeah that's it's good. That, that's, that's still staying stay put. The guy that did it, uh, he's, like, he's an artist that I was kind of familiar with for years. Like since I was back in art college, I, I think I bought some like book of like digital illustrations or something. And this guy, mm. he, he kind of does digital artworks, but they're so detailed. Like 
I, he, again, it's not something I can explain, but yeah. um, he's just unbelievable, yeah. And did you work with him or did you... We or, sent him some... Um, like a brief kind of just yeah, outlining right. what it was and he sent back one kind of finalized thing and it was perfect. Like it was really? just, yeah, yeah there was no like one. retouches or anything Fantastic. that needs to be done. It was just spot on. Like yeah, kind of, it absolutely captures like what, what the album is. Kind of. it, exactly. I remember showing it to someone, I think it was Colin and uh, he's like, that looks like what you sound like. So that's, you know, that's <laughs> everything you want to achieve with yeah. it. Like, you know, so. As a band, um, you've toured in Ireland, you've, you've hit Dublin, Cork, Waterford, um Galway what about UK Europe are you open you, you have to be open to the possibility of, mm. oh yeah yeah obviously Definitely. you know it's just a matter of time really I'd say yeah um like I, there's one or two things fly, flying around about this summer but it kind of just kind of too late organizing it um, right, okay. with a few other Cork bands but uh yeah. definitely down the line um like there's there's a good few lads going over and back now regularly like mm. Tent and Sugar kind of paving the way there they are, in a yeah, big way you know, well, just, yeah. yeah just making it uh, not making it it's not like a, a massive deal obviously yeah. it is in reality but the the, the way they're doing it um, mm. so regularly as well yeah. just like we can just go and do that yeah. as well or even go with one of those yeah. bands sometimes. because I mean in my opinion and it was interesting for Howard to say it as well because I, I agree with what he said there about Partelon as well they're more of a European sounding band mm. and I think your sounds about Crows's sound actually is would appeal to more of a European audience. Possibly, yeah. The, the guys that go to Roadburn and so, Desert yeah. Fest as well. Yeah, I think so. Um, so kind yeah, of have to get it get it out there. Somehow. Yeah, yeah. I think it's it's odd with us because like we're like you know yourself we're, we're such a mixed bag of like genres. Like I I wouldn't be able to explain us in like three words. I'd have to use at least seven like to yeah. kind of say well we're a bit of this a bit of that. Like there is something there that. I think if you're into whatever type of metal exclusively that you will find something within our music that you like. Yes. Hopefully. But um, yeah, we are like a serious mixed bag. Like, So I think there is an appeal there for a lot of people. But then again, there could be other people that are like, what are they doing? Like when they just stick to like one particular thing. But I think for us, it's, it's keeping it interesting for ourselves as well. Just that's what we like playing. Yeah. You know, yeah. So. I think that's like, it is the ethos of art is like, if you're, if you're doing something that you fully are passionate about mm. and you're putting your soul into, yeah. someone's going to like it, you yeah. know? Well, look, maybe people mightn't get it the first time or the second time, but the third time, they will, you know. Yeah. When they've um, listened to the full seventy minutes, uh, yeah. you know, three or four times. Throw it this way, lads. I'll take it yeah. all day long. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> um, so kind of gig wise, then I I have up there uh, May the eighteenth, Freds, as I said with mm. Zahora. May the twenty fifth, uh, Dolans with Zahora and Tombs. Tombs yeah. Um, that'd be a good buzz. Yeah. Um, yeah. Have yeah, you? Class. You've only played Limerick only as the Siege, yeah, is that it? Uh, we did an outdoor oh, one we as well. Dagda's Dagda right, okay. Eve, yeah. Okay. There's a lot of bands playing at that. Class. It was, yeah. it was just crazy. Outdoor city centre Limerick, just, it was just ridiculous. Like, <laughs> couldn't you couldn't? I mean, it was uh, in like a little courtyard thing outside a cafe, and there's a, a park behind it. And uh, you know, the song from a tree lads just have have so much gear they walls brought along, like, like walls of stuff. Um, I remember being in McDonald's and which is a few hundred few hundred meters away and uh I could hear God Lone coming on. <laughs> um which is mad. Um that and was, then yeah. That was some lineup actually. Yeah, yeah. That was a great night. And um 
another one of those things it's just like if i if i played something like that once i'd be delighted and mm-hmm. then it just happened it just happened like yeah uh, but like all the heads there's like people in the park who were just like what's going on and they're <laughs> poking their head into it hopping over the railings yeah and well, um what was the attendance like was it okay was it good attendance? yeah it was pretty yeah. good there was like good. people kind of coming in and out yeah as every band was playing like uh mm. but yeah it was good good crowd there yeah right so then you have the Metal United one in Cypress Avenue. That's that's really something to look forward to, lads. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, the new um, new Cypress Avenue as well. Be good to sound sound in there now yeah. again. Free. Yeah. Uh, it's a mad lineup for it as well. It is. Just, yeah. I mean, that's Danny's baby, and uh, wish him nothing but success with yeah, that. Yeah. And then you're off to Fibbers on the 28th of June with Elder Drood Tombs again mm. and I own a death cult. Yeah, yeah, that should be a cracker. Yeah, what about the Tombs, lads? They're um, do you like them? They're spot on, yeah. <laughs> Fil- <laughs> filthy, yeah. Filthy. <laughs> now they're they're class. We've had a good few. Uh, we've been in contact with them, uh, John, a good bit o- o- over a uh, few gigs and whichever. But uh, like they, I think they played the uh, the first Paranoid Pit thing and Fred's. Um, right. but yeah great bunch of lads um, great sound as well like just yeah for a three piece filled yeah, fuck, yeah. yeah. Um, and I, you know, I know they're called Gaia before doing instrumentals mm. but like Alex doing uh, vocals now he's like Chuck from Death or something <laughs> on, on top of this thing it's it's absolutely <laughs> mad stuff so I, th- I think they're they're a great band to, for us to be on a bill with yes, as well yes to kind of um, compliment you yeah, 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 yeah cool yeah. that's cool um just another thing then um with the new album did you uh change uh sounds wise uh guitar wise um what like did you as you said bring in kind of different kind of soundscapes Sin- or? since the album um yeah so with the new stuff yeah yeah like i've kind of changed around a few things um like um I got one of you know Moose, uh, the Moose pedals. Right. Um, he's a, a chap up in Dublin. He's in uh, Wild Rocket as well. Okay. But uh, like yeah, I've, I've, I was messing around with all sorts of pedals and combinations. But uh, recently I just got his Battlehammer, and just using that new. Right. And I uh, got new uh, pickups as well as Ambidus pickups, so it's it's a much more simple rig. But it's I think it's a lot more powerful as well. Right. Again, just finding your feet, like in yeah. you know, going into the next gigs now. It's it's just so simple that there's so little now that can tank, that can go wrong. Yeah. Well, that, that's, well. I've, I've just <laughs> damned myself <laughs> there. Damned myself there. <laughs> but um, no, I think we're gonna sound a bit like with Tomas on bass now as well. It's yeah. it's definitely there's gonna be a different balance and stuff. There's a dynamic there, yeah. 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 I know Kieran has uh, been messing with a, a good few new sounds as well. What yeah. about you, Kieran? What you got? Um, I don't know, like it's similar to that. Like I've a good few pedals, but yeah. I've actually just kind of honed it down to like maybe right. five that I kind of switch between. Like, and again, it just depends on what it is. Like, there's um, you know, I, I love just looking at uh weird posts on different <laughs> social media things. You know, like Reddit or whatever. Like, I think I found this bizarre pedal. It was like one that uh Mike Scheid from Yob uses. Okay, it's like almost sounds like a choir, like yeah. as a singing kind Jesus. of thing. But okay. um. Your man actually, um, out of uh, the sword, makes his own pedals. Do you know oh, that yeah? man, the sword? Yeah, yeah. Do you know what his name is? The bass player with the sword. Mm. Yeah, he makes his yeah. own pedals. Well. Pedals are um, like the, it's an actual addiction that I that I think we all suffer <laughs> from. Like the amount of the amount of money that's been that's been spent on him. But like Joe, you know, you're you are always finding out different stuff. And uh, like Ali, now we'd come in with with a new pedal every two or three weeks, and Ali's just like, well, "What are you doing?" Like, yeah. you know. But um. No, we do, and like even creatively, it does help. Sometimes you'll you'll throw on uh, 
like a new delay or you know, I got that uh, dirty robot synthesizer and just have a laugh with it. And yeah. You never know where it will lead. Well, yeah. well, some uh, some of those weird segments there that are in some of the, some of our songs, you know, they just they've come. Yeah, from you're things, a band that actually like can that. can do that. Yeah, you, know, you definitely have a, a kind of a broader kind of sense of moving. Well, I think since like we recorded the album, um, like I've kind of set myself two rules when I'm writing yeah. stuff. Is that like. I, I normally play on an acoustic guitar because if you can make anything sound heavy on an acoustic, it's it's gonna sound heavy. Like okay, through, that's interesting. You know, yeah. um, and another one was just like, if I play a riff, and if I bring it into the lads and I can't remember it, then it wasn't worth remembering. Yeah. So it's just like you know, if any anything you can remember is gonna be worth it. Like it's they're the ones that stick in your head. Like so, yeah. mm-hmm. it's kind of I just set those two rules for myself now. Is like if I can't remember it, it mm-hmm. just wasn't worth it. Sometimes though, you just. Yeah, you might. Your memory just has been wiped clean, oh, yeah. like by some <laughs> some milk you're playing some night, and it's just gone. Yeah, because but like I, back, like even since we started recording the album, like we had um, a folder Dropbox with just like hundreds of well, not hundreds. <laughs> I'd say there was close to a hundred riffs yeah, there. Yeah. Of just there was loads of potential, but then there was loads of crap as well. So yeah. it's kind of. Seems having good. to sift through it and kind Didn't of keep it on the phone and lose it no no that's, that's no, happened like that's somebody happened to me, yeah really yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah you're yeah, serious again like you're on said you just move on like yeah. i mean if you lost it you didn't back it up then yeah you weren't uh so you weren't pushed enough to do something about it so uh, yeah no try and uh, try and um just do hands moment. now look yeah yeah <laughs> um but sure these things yeah we just kind of drive on with it but yeah, yeah like what myself and kieran do a lot of the time is um like we'll record riffs at home like on on our just like basic kind of like here on is is far more advanced now but like we just do stuff on reaper at home and just do just demo riffs and then we can send them to each other okay they're good enough quality that you can actually you know you can hear it learn the riff at home yeah come into the practice room then and you're you're a step ahead actually there's one there um in relation to what what you reckon eight you've around 80 minutes of music is it on the album? Yeah, uh, about yeah, about seventy five. I'd yeah. say close so to the, yeah. the ma- so that's tricky it? enough to learn a lot of that Jeez, stuff, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, like it's, it was just a matter of I think compounding one thing on top of another over time. Yeah, and you know, just we just kind of did one song at a time and okay. practice all the other ones as warm ups and stuff. Yeah, just uh, just a matter of hours, really. Yeah, I think yeah. like Acid God. I think we might have played that once, maybe twice yeah. live. Yeah. You know. Yeah. But uh, I don't know. Again, like as Jack was saying, it's more of a kind of interlude song in the album, yeah. so we're kind of like it doesn't really work in a live setting as much as. So what? Else, what like. two songs are you playing um, in Cork then in two weeks' time? Or what two new songs have you got titles on them yet? Uh, they're kind. Of we have. Yeah, provisional <laughs> titles. We won't just okay. in case. Yeah, yeah. But, um, yeah. subject to change. Subject to change. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I tried my best. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, okay, so then before you leave, then have you um, a rough idea when you want the album to come out? Jeez, ideally by like the end of summer, end if of possible. Summer. Like, okay. The yeah. end of last summer. The end of last summer, yeah. yeah. So summer. Like basically, as soon as we can get it out, we when, will. Yeah. Um, it really is as simple as that but uh yeah. like again you know yourself like when when these things happen there's like so much stuff that needs to be finalized afterwards as well like or i've got an idea maybe you could release the ep first and there you that that'd be fucking cool yeah at this <laughs> stage we are actually saying what if we could record the next ep um, by the time the album comes out you know yeah. but you would see and then right not far stuff. off it like yeah yeah, yeah. We might do oh, we're thinking of doing a, a third song they're all fairly long, hefty, and do the three of them. They could mm. clock in at thirty-five minutes or whichever, yeah, and yeah. just release it. Could even be an album by the by the time it comes around, like yeah. and 
double album, lads. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah start with a double Two album and see where you go from there. That takes balls. <laughs> or just stupidity. Um, have you any shout outs? Um, where can people find you, lads? Um, on Instagram, for example. Are you yeah, on? we're on Instagram and Facebook anyway. And all under like Carosa, yeah. Twitter as well, yeah. Yeah, I suppose Bandcamp is the format nowadays for, yeah. for bands yeah. like us, music-wise. Um, T-shirt-wise, any merch uh, still available? Yeah, we have, we have some left from the old batch and we're going to have... Um, album themed one soon as well cool. that Kieran has actually designed himself okay um, nice one. they'll be coming in soon enough I'd say once we yeah once we get a time frame like we're going up for like a final mixing session in Limerick with Kieran this month right and hopefully we'll have an idea then uh, that when that will be finished mastering and you know, we'll, yeah. we'll have a better idea than yeah. things like merch and releases yeah. and stuff we'll have um, a good idea of um, can uh, you have uh, anything but black t-shirts yeah, we, we had the, we had the white ones. Yeah, you had the white ones. <laughs> yeah, of course, yeah. I bought the black one. Then yeah. you fucking released the white ones. <laughs> yeah, the Thanks, white lads. Ones, uh, yeah, uh, run out of space for fuck's yeah, sake. Yeah. But yeah, different colors. Yeah, l- l- who knows? There's, there's been a few purple ones going around recently, like um, tie the, dye. You know, the, the tie dye ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. Um, but yeah, no, we'll we'll branch out. But um, you know, even like again, Tent and Sog doing the whole like their much their merch thing is is it's great. Class, like yeah. You know, yeah. grinders, everything. It's just yeah. why not? Like you yeah, know. It's fun. It's, it's very doable. Yeah. It's just uh, again, just a matter of doing it. Like, mm. and you see, like people that sells, getting the name out there, and it, and it's a bit of crack as yeah. well. Like, and, so and why not? Keep an eye out for cup holders, <laughs> battle vests, or action figures, <laughs> lunch boxes. <laughs> lunch boxes. <laughs> so that's it, lads. Uh, thanks a million for coming oh, on. Thanks for having me. Um, I just wish you nothing but the best. You know that yourselves. Yeah, same mm. to you because um, like this podcast is like badly needed. You know, it's, cool. it's great to see someone doing it. Absolutely, Cheers. absolutely. It's um and like all the gigs you've you've um I remember you were dropped the lads home to Middleton one That's night right, after yeah. on the gigs and yeah. dropping up sh- posting t shirts around the country <laughs> to people. So fair play to you. Yeah, anything I can do to help, lads. Cheers. So you've been listening to the Metal Cell podcast with Carosa. Just want to wish the lads nothing but success. They're a great Cork band. You can find the Metal Cell on Instagram, Facebook, and contact me at the Metal Cell at gmail dot com. It's a beautiful sunny evening outside, but the darkness is about to descend because I've got the second exclusive track from Carosa, Scaltine. So crank it up, it's about to get heavy. <laughs> <laughs>